Welcome to Seriatum. I'm Brendan. I'm Zach. And this is our podcast. Can I speak to you about Jesus Christ? No, sir. You may not. How about phones? We can talk about phones. Excellent. So, you think phones are the devil? Well, not so much. Not exactly the devil. But I do think that they've had a significant negative impact on a lot of aspects of our society. So, overall, phones are a bad thing? Overall... It's hard to it's hard to judge it like that. Say all phones are a bad thing, but overall, I'd say it's slightly negative. Okay. Slightly negative. Let's get into that. Let's get okay. into how you feel about that. Okay. Let's talk about it. So, what is something you think phones are really bad for? Really bad for uh, personal health and me- mental health, I should say, and their ability to facilitate communication between people that are in a room together. That was just a really wordy way of saying that when you have a group of people, half of the time, half of the people are looking at their phone. Okay. Uh, Yeah. No, I totally agree. It's a big problem with people looking at their phone while you're talking. I mean, at dinner, there for a little bit there, I wasn't looking at you or anybody. I was just looking at my phone. Yeah. Well, you were you were trying to find something. It's not like you were just mindlessly that's true passing time on social media. So I can excuse that this time. Don't let it happen again. I won't. But I I feel like it's just it's kind of the norm now. You hang out with a group of people, and and a lot of the time people are just looking at their phone, They're not even doing anything, even remotely productive. So are you just saying with people when you're around people, like any people, and or any just people, unless any people you are trying to talk to, like well, if you're in public. It's if you're okay. in public, that's okay. You're sitting on a train and somebody's staring at their phone. Like who who cares? Okay, so I just so it's when it's like. For the social reasons, yeah, like when it's a group of us together and you got half people looking at our phone, you're right. You're right. And I, we do better now. Well, when we're actively doing stuff like playing games or something like that, we're not looking at our phone. But when we're just sitting around talking, a lot of the time people are looking at their phone. I think that we've gotten better over the past year or so, and none of us really do that anymore. Just us personally, or. Us, us, oh. us personally, as a group. You mean society still sucks? Society still sucks. Sucks. All right. I won't, I won't criticize. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on it, though, because I was going to get on it. Yep. But when we're hanging out, it, part of the reason, I think, is because we have spent less time together recently. We've all kind of mm-hmm. moved out a little bit. We don't see each other quite as much. Yeah. So right. we, not to be super lame, but we value the time that we spend together more. That does sound lame. Why would you ever want to spend time with people? <laughs> also, I mean, we have a different scenario than some people. Is the people we talk to on our phones, we're in the room with a lot. It, that's the only people we talk to. Yeah, you raise a good point. So we're a bad sample for this, probably. But I see what you mean. When I was co- when I was in college, it was a big issue. Like being at a party, a lot of people were just buried in their phone, and it was really hard to like talk to them or have them involved in anything. They just they didn't know what was going on. It's an easy escape. Yeah. It's it can be tough to get out there and talk to people. I mean, it it shouldn't be if you're at a party, but it, it's easy to get lost in. I think that's a problem. I think it's because phones are just too useful. Well, you could argue that. You could also say that phones are intentionally designed to be addictive. Oh, I want to get into this one. Addictive. <laughs> addictive. <laughs> so, yeah. But ha- that's in that more like a personality, whether it's addictive or not, because I'm not addicted to my phone you spend a lot of time on your phone that's because i have a girlfriend that lives six hours away from me you spend a lot of time on your phone when you're not talking to your girlfriend i am not on my phone ever when i'm not talking to my girlfriend ever ever really yep that's an interesting that's an interesting (laughs) thought i guess if if yeah i'll i'll back you up on this yeah you only use your phone to talk to your girlfriend and nothing else yep i don't know however (laughs) if you didn't have a girlfriend you're right. I'd you would spend media. a lot of time on social media. So I think that's that's where you're getting at is social media, not specifically phones. It's just it allows you to access what you used to have to look at your computer. You couldn't just bring your computer around with you. Yeah, that's part of it. That's part of it for sure. That's probably the biggest part that, okay. in my mind. So if we just didn't allow social media on phones, is that what you're saying? It would be better for sure. It would definitely be better. Then it's just then phones aren't as useful. Then you're going back to flip phones. How no... useful is social media? So, so Ooh, let's, right. okay, let's skip over social media for right now, and let's get into, you know, what phones are actually good for. 
So great for talking to people via text or email or even because you can now every phone it usually has email every smartphone does so i mean phones originally started as just to call people obviously and then we added text messaging that was probably the next step yes was text messages and then smartphones came along and just about everything piled in there yeah uh social media came along because of the smartphones you had facebook before but that was really the only social media app not even the app it was just the only social media besides myspace doesn't count myspace <laughs> that's so old uh only i think i was the last group of kids to use myspace probably i don't think anyone after me used it it got totally destroyed by facebook yeah but smartphones really brought all of that into the forefront and a lot of people aren't using their phones anymore to talk to anyone they're just you know wanting to look at the next the next thing the next thing they can keep their 20 seconds of attention on yeah May, phones made our attention deficit like ADD is that why it's rampant these days well that's a totally different issue that I have lots of thoughts on being Good married to a, a teacher lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> well ADD I think is significantly overdiagnosed and not handled properly I mean you can't so ADD it really shows itself or in theory shows itself in younger kids right who have trouble in a classroom setting but what? Who? who's actually going to expect a five-year-old boy to sit in a classroom and be happy about it and sit there and pay attention and listen and not talk and not try and have fun for eight hours a day? That's absurd. It is. I agree. I, and they, it's not, even though it's, it's not as intense when you're that age, and it, it, stem, it really shows itself up through middle school, but there's just... It's it's overdiagnosed for sure. I, I agree. With there you. needs to be alternative education methods, and we need to bring back recess. Yeah, bring it back hard. Recess, nap time. I mean, there should be. Well, I take back what I was about to say. So never mind. <laughs> but back to phones. I I think that phones allow you to exercise your ADD more. If you have attention problems, your phone is a really, really easy outlet. It is so easy to get on your phone and just look at random crap. Yeah. I, 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 I just keep saying yeah because I don't have any other points to add on here. Okay. Well, at least I, I agree with you. I don't have an <laughs> argument against it. I, I don't think the phone's the devil. I think it's overall beneficial thing because being more connected is always better in my opinion is it yeah okay why would you not want to be connected to the world around you so there is such thing as too much information so yeah you can if i told you about the spot i had somewhere private that it would be too much information right that's not what i mean uh well let's take james gunn for example that is the director of Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 that got fired. Right. He tweeted some, might I add, really bad jokes. Not even terribly remotely received. funny. And terribly received. But he tweeted those eight, <clears throat> I think eight years ago? Maybe ten years ago? And he got fired for it this year. So the fact that somebody can pull that up, and that's a, that's a consequence of the internet and social media... And to an extent, phones. I can almost guarantee that he tweeted them on his phone. The fact that somebody can pull that up ten years later and have that essentially ruin his life—that's that's crazy. That and that's that's the downside of being more connected. And you're seeing that a lot, a lot more recently. I think before my phone, I might have read two newspaper articles in my entire life, and I think it was because I was forced in English class because I didn't have a phone until middle school I didn't have a phone until high school mm-hmm. I didn't have a smartphone until I was graduating high school so I didn't know anything going on around in the world ever until I had my smartphone because I wasn't reading articles I wasn't keeping up on current times I wasn't able to gather information when I was interested in something unless I wanted to go home and sit on my computer which was running Windows 95 and is garbage again yeah. mm-hmm so I, I just can't agree with you that phones 
with in, having too much information is a problem because I think people abuse having information, but I don't think people, individuals having all of the ability to gather information is a bad idea. So gathering information, if we're, if we're moving away from social media, then yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing for sure. Like, uh, there, I can't remember. I think it's India or somewhere near India. There's some, some sort of genocide going on. And I apologize that I don't really know much about this, but there's some sort of genocide going on, and it's kind of brought to the spotlight because of social media. And why are you saying it's? I thought you said social media is a bad thing. Well, it can be. I, mo- <laughs> most of the time, I think that it is. But that's that's an example of how being very connected with the world is helpful. Uh, a good thing, yeah. So you're not completely close to the idea. I just, I like I, I'll restate my point. Overall, slightly negative, but there there are obvious like real highs and real lows to go with that. Yeah, no, I I agree. And you just think the negatives. I think the negatives just a little bit, just, just a, a little, little bit, bit outweigh the positives. Yeah, I. Can't agree, but I see where you're coming from. I think they outweigh the negatives by a long shot. I think phones are one of the greatest things we've had introduced into our lives in the last 15 years. It's definitely, I think, the most significant thing that's come out in the last 15, 20 years. I mean, the internet was slightly before that. The internet is for sure the most significant thing. That has ever reached the planet. Uh, that sounded weird. Reached the planet? Internet did not come I, from aliens. No, no, it did. <laughs> <laughs> UFOs are real. Yeah. Uh, internet is, I think, definitely the most influential thing that has ever happened. And phones are a second? Phones are a, a, a second, yeah. Why not? We're going to ignore computers? I guess they're well, not, they're, they've been around. Phones are, phones are small computers. You're right if you want to think about it that way. But phones give you the ability to connect to the internet from anywhere. Yeah. Or unless you're in, like, West Virginia or backwoods nowhere. From pretty much anywhere. I think the a big thing that's come along is the idea of being connected. It's no longer about making being able to make a phone call from anywhere. It's being able to have high-speed internet wherever you are. Yeah. Which is a crazy thing because the most important thing about my phone is I want to be able to call from anywhere in the world or anywhere in the country. I just don't want to have no signal. Not not being connected to the internet is not a big issue with me because if I'm not connected to the internet, I'll live. I'll get back on it eventually. But if I can't make a phone call, that makes me kind of paranoid because... What if you need to make a phone call? What if I need to make a phone call? It's and crazy. That's not the, it's not the most important thing anymore about a phone. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you have great signal everywhere, you can make a phone call, but that's not what they're pushing anymore. Right. Yeah, and uh, I think that they've actually degraded the quality of phone calls to reduce the bandwidth that those are using to make more space, more bandwidth for, like, internet applications and the likes. So, if you, I guarantee that a phone call now is not going to... Despite the fact that we have incredible technology in our hands in much better connection speed, a phone call is not going to be as crisp now as it was 10 years ago. I can't remember what a phone call sounded like 10 years ago. Well, I can't remember what a phone call sounded like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> the quality has not gotten better, that's for sure. It should have. You're right, it, it hasn't. hasn't. It, it hasn't it, gotten it, better. You, you would think the natural progression of technology, it would have got better, but no. It because does, it's, it's not the priority. Yeah, it doesn't... It's not crisp you're right it's not i just realized that with phone calls i they've not gotten any better right if not they've gotten worse i feel like when i made a phone call on my old flip phone it sounded clear besides when like i had no signal but that's obviously it sounds almost the same to me that it does on an iphone 10 iphone x it shouldn't the sound quality should be much better. Maybe it's just me thinking that I could be completely wrong, and we could both be wrong. I I think you're right. That's the that's the backstroke there. <laughs> you're agreeing with me, so I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but let's besides bashing why social media is a terrible thing for the world and the phone's the devil. What good things has the phone brought to you? So personally? the things that are I find most useful is if I'm in a new place, a place where I haven't been before. 
I can get around with maps or applications that tell me where to go, and I can find a place to eat, I can find a place to buy stuff, like I can find a Walmart or something like that, and then I can also communicate with people. I don't know, it's just important for me to be able to call or text somebody. If I need to get in contact with somebody, it's it's nice to be able to do that. And I remember, this is a very long time ago, but before I had a phone, you know, you're, uh, I was obviously in middle school, you know, you get on the bus, you're at school, you can't talk to anybody. Like, I would have to go to the office to call my parents or something like that, which obviously I never did. <laughs> but if I had to, yeah. and like, uh, I'd don't want to get too far into this but if so, if there's like an emergency then a phone is a great thing to have it's a personal phone a person a personal well yeah a personal phone or well because you don't have to run to a pay phone emergency the that yeah. always makes me kind of laugh where they've got the emergency phones on like campuses and whatnot because it's really inconvenient if the attacker gets you anywhere away from those mm-hmm. and you know you didn't have a cell phone but everyone has a cell phone so it's not I get why they're there, just to have, like, a blue light, I guess. They're a little retro. Yeah. But I think... I th- do they have just a button on them that you can press that'll call the police and send them there immediately? Is it not, like, a... You can't... So it, once you press it, it just activates EMS. I, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I've never studied them. Yeah, why? I guess I shouldn't have brought it up without having more details. It's just something saying, like, personal phone. Like, you don't want to have to have to run to a... A phone that's installed somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So you want the phone on you. Yeah, but you you made me think about something uh, when you said if you don't have service, then you can't make a phone call. And I mean that's kind of, it sounds really, really first worldy, I guess. But if you are in the middle of nowhere, that's kind of scary. It's kind of terrifying that if you see I don't know a bear or something a mile away. You can't, you can't escape. You can't call anybody about it. Like you can't call for help. That, no, that's kind of a terrifying thought. And maybe that's why phones are a bad thing because we're we're, get, we're we, getting soft. We're not getting soft. We can't be individuals anymore. I don't, I don't follow. So, if you want to go be individual, indiv- individualistic, that still butchered that one. We're gonna whatever gloss that over. Ignore that, people. If you want to go out and do something that doesn't involve being attached to technology, you really can't do it anymore without feeling uncomfortable. That's kind of what our phones have done to us. Yeah. That, I would agree that's a negative. Yeah. Because go on a hike, you want to bring your phone, and you want to take pictures, and you want to send them out there, but you know you want to put them up on Instagram to get all those likes. But if you can't do that, no one will know you went hiking. <laughs> doesn't even count. It's no, like you it, didn't even go hiking. Exactly. Yeah. There's some, Yeah. Overconnected. That's that is another big thing about phones that I don't like is how they've made us want to get people's approval. Yeah, the for me that falls under the social media and why it's very bad for your mental health category. Okay, do you want to get in that later? Then we'll we can we can get into that later. Let's, you want to get into it now? Let's get into it later. Let's keep talking about the good things about phones. Good thing about phones. Yeah, it's great. It's great that I can be somewhere and. Uh, this is kind of a funny one. When you're arguing with somebody about something, about a point, about a specific like fact or detail, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you would have had to have just settled on it, said you're right or I'm right or agree to disagree. Now you can just look it up. You're that kind of person. I don't like that kind of person. <laughs> I don't like people who pull out their phone in the middle of an argument and be like, look, I'm right. All right, fine. Okay. It well, just, it makes arguing not nearly as fun. You're right. It, it has taken away the fun. But if you need to know a specific detail, then you have the ability to do that. There are also, phones have awesome features as well. Like I was just showing you, the iPhone X has the tape measure. Or like yeah. The, that's super that's cool. That's pretty incredible. I mean, I... I, don't, I know, don't know how much I'd actually use it. I've, I've used it a total of two times. You just saw the second time and I told you about the first time. <laughs> And it really has no purpose other than being cool. I mean, it can be used for me or, or for anyone it can be used. But to me, I, I guess it's just a really cool feature. I think it'd be good for like an interior designer. Like 
they could walk into a room and basically measure the whole room without having to get out a tape measure. That I guess save if, them forty five seconds. Yeah. Also, just not having to yell at the other person at the other end to hold the tape measure <laughs> to a certain point. We've all been there with Dad. Is it straight? Yeah, it's not straight. <laughs> I don't know how many times my dad yelled at me when I was holding the end of a tape measure. Hold it still. What are you doing? That's not the right point. And he walks over to me, and he puts it where he wants it, and then he starts walking away, and I move it, and he gets even angrier. Man. It, it sounds like you just being a screw-up. <laughs> well, yeah. No, my dad was a tolerant man. Well, he didn't tolerate my stupidity, but he let me live, so he was a tolerant man. <laughs> Uh, uh, what other apps are on the phone that are that are super useful? Having I already talked about it with emails. Yeah, you know how handy it is to be able to answer emails now from my phone. That is very handy. I rarely look at my email on a computer. There's no need to. It's updated immediately on my phone every time I need it. Yeah, and I can respond right there. And it it took me a while to figure out how to take off that signature sent from iPhone because I always felt like that was super like <laughs> stupid not stupid but it just felt like yeah I'm answering you from my phone I don't really care about sitting down and actually typing out a message uh, I definitely turned it off immediately because I thought it was annoying I I don't like signatures yeah I think, I think they're pompous well so I mean I use it I use a signature at work so it has my phone number, oh, okay. know, like my a business position, my my uh, company. No, I'm talking about that the signature. It's like your name, and then it like yeah. has like an inspirational quote. Oh, like those signatures. Those those are the most those pompous. are stupid. I yeah. hate those. Yep, those one are of my stupid. professors had that. He had like two like a Wayne Gretzky quote, and it always irritated me to read it because like what? Why do you have this? Yeah, yep. This isn't my space. We don't need to go have an inspirational time with you. Like, what was the purpose of it? Can you even think of a purpose that that email signature serves? Besides uh, making you look well for my purpose, for my purpose. No, I'm saying I'm, we're talking about the 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 quotes. personalized one. Yeah, oh, I don't know non-business related signatures. I can see somebody who is like a super cheery person putting an inspirational quote, thinking that their inspirational quote is going to make you have a better day. I don't agree with that logic, but I can follow it. Just curious about that. That, but that's, I mean, besides that, I guess you can you can put a little bit more personality into your email, but I don't think email is really the place to be doing that, anyways. No, I've never received an email like, "Wow, that's really personal." Yeah. No. Emails just like the top of. Besides writing a letter, formal, you got email and then. Maybe a phone call I put after that, and then a text message most mm-hmm. informal. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I'd rather get an email about something business-related than a phone call, and then obviously I'd hate to get a text that's business. I don't like it when my boss sends me text messages about what you know something going on in the club. I've I always just, thought that was kind of weird. What they text me? Well, that people from work text like people from work text me or have texted me. About work-related stuff. About work-related stuff. Yeah, I would I've always thought it was kind of weird. I would prefer it to be in an email. Or a phone call. Or a phone call, but not a text message. Yeah. Well, I, phone calls are just infinitely more valuable than text messages. Uh, besides the fact that you can keep a text message forever? Besides the fact that you can keep a text message forever. But, I mean, in order to, like... Let's say you're trying to make plans with somebody. You, I'm sure you've done this. You've had to go back and forth over text, like... A, a lot of times and wait for responses yeah but when you get a phone call it's pretty much immediate yeah it's, nail it, it down it's kind of let's do this or let's do that and when are you free it's just much easier to communicate that way additionally while phone calls are not as good as face-to-face communication things don't get misconstrued over a phone call nearly as much as they do over a text message you're right you can take things really out of context and you can change the tone in your head completely. That's true. You can't. It's hard to. Yeah, like when you're sending a kind of like a professional information out there, and it almost can sound sarcastic. Like if you read it, you're like, "Wow, this person's a, this guy's a jerk." Yep. Yep. And if you're texting, let's say your significant other, and you send them something that they think is really rude, and you meant something totally different. Not even in the realm of what they're thinking. I think every person has dealt with that. Yeah. Yep. Especially 
Yeah, one hundred percent. It's got to be. Most it's up common. there. I what I hate is how poorly sarcasm goes over text message. Yes. But you know, in English in literature class, they always told me never write in a sarcastic voice because it's impossible to, to figure out. It's tough. I mean, it's I satires, but never write in a sarcastic voice. But I, since I'm such a sarcastic person to start with, it's really hard. So you have oh, to. Is, know, it, you is have, it really hard? I like what you did there. Because, <laughs> but if you know me, my text messages make more sense. Yes. But if if a work relationship, they don't know me as well. I'm a bit. I'm not as sarcastic at work, or I try not to be. I always have trouble texting people that I don't know that well. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to take the message. Right. Okay. The thing they were talking about, I just, I don't know how they're going to interpret it. So I, I'm just more cautious about how I word things because I don't want to accidentally offend somebody. Other useful things that come with the phone, bank apps. Yes. You know how skeptical I was at first when bank apps came out? I was like, I'm not using this because I'm afraid someone's just going to steal my, all my bank account. And then I realized I had like $10 and yeah, that guy cares. would feel bad for me. Yeah. Probably put money in. Yeah, he would see it and be like, ooh, oh, I'm sorry, man. Here you go. Here's here's an extra 40 bucks. Also change your password. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think the ability for me to check my bank account at any time, you know, have up... So when I use my credit card now, it immediately sends me a text saying I used Every it. time? Every time I make a purchase. Wow, that's annoying. Why would that be annoying? How often do you make purchases that it just comes blowing up your phone? A lot. <laughs> well, well, you need to cut your spending down. Well, also, when I get, I get a bunch of automated transactions in the beginning of the month. Okay. Subscriptions but, you know, well, Wouldn't you like to know that that went through? Uh, not enough to get a text about it. Oh, I guess not a text, a, a notification. On, in, oh, a in, notification? In, in, like, the Discovery app, it gives you a notification. A notification. Uh, that would be better. I guess better. Still I, not I, I just have it pop up my screen because uh, with my old bank card, remember that transaction that happened over in Europe? And I looked at it like a couple days later and I had an $80 charge from Europe. I was like, I've never been to Europe. Would you buy FIFA coins? Well, no, it was after it's after I used that website. Oh. The They stole your credit card? They stole my credit card. Oh, man. So I had to change all of it. And that's I was like... That's when I started using notifications because I just wanted to know if my card was ever used, even if it's by me and I know it's coming, whatever. So a little off topic, but I've used my card legitimately, uh, spending like over $200 at, at Nick's at the grocery liquor store. Um, and they have declined my card because they thought it was fraudulent. But so uh, one time Casey was in New York City and I was here. So I bought gas with my credit card. And 30 minutes later, she bought lunch in New York City with my debit card. Nothing. Nothing from the bank. <laughs> You're like, oh, whatever. The, I don't... I, I, I picked up on it. I, th- I think they should have declined her transaction, but... Well, how obnoxious would that be? If As a legitimate user, it would be obnoxious. Right. But less obnoxious than somebody stealing your credit card or debit card well, you and just spending have, all your money. You could just have notifications turned on. And you would know immediately. You'd just be like, nope, that's not me. I honestly don't even know if that's a feature with my bank. Oh, your bank's bad. That is not true. <laughs> Who do you have? USA. What's your bank account number? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it ends in six. <laughs> I'm trying to think what... Uh, I gotta, I'm just going to open my phone and look through apps. So we got... Oh, so I have a trading app. I, can, I have a portfolio that I can work with right off my phone. Yeah, that's nice too. I... That's the only way I've ever... That's Is that Robinhood? It's Robinhood. That's a phone-only one. Yes. And they, they used to have a computer-based one, but they've gone away from it. They're, they want to be mobile-only because uh, the computer-based one, they couldn't keep up with the updates on it. They didn't want to have to keep doing uh, R&D, so they just cut it. They're like, we're done. We're going mobile. We're only focusing on our mobile app. So that brings up something for me. I don't, I would prefer to look at something on a computer, nine out of ten times. What? So, you you see, I have three screens on my computer. There's something about that extra real estate that it's makes crazy. it more comfortable. But when, when you're looking at something on a phone, I mean, you got like, what, five, six inches of, of screen? It, if, I think I've got about seven. <laughs> When you're trying to multitask, when you try to multitask, big screen is better. 
And oh yeah, looking big at big screen's always better. Looking at stuff on your phone, <laughs> I hit you. Is that distracting? Looking at stuff on your phone, it's just you don't have as much screen space, and it, it's I don't want to say claustrophobic, but it's almost claustrophobic. I I mean I'm different. I prefer to look at things on my phone. I don't like sitting down on my computer. That's that, true. Yeah. When was the last? I'm trying to think when the last time I opened my computer was. I love you, mom and dad. I promise I still use it. Uh, probably like a month or so between opening my computer. Wow. All I know is I constantly, every time I try to use it, I have to put it on the charger because it's been that long since I picked it up. Well, I guess I'm different. I use my computer almost every day. Do you have a desk job? Maybe it's different. You sit at a desk, look at your computer all day. I don't have a computer I look at all day. The only time I ever get to look at something is on my phone. That's true. So maybe yeah. it's just a preference I've built. Possibly. Out of almost necessity or just convenience. I've got three screens at my work computer, too. What is with you and monitors, man? Well, that's not even... You have three screens on this desktop, and then you have a massive TV right next to it. I do. I think you have an issue. I might. (laughs) At work, I actually have uh, a total of seven screens at my desk. Yeah. If you guys can't tell, my face is just astounding. (laughs) So, unfortunately... Uh, for right now, I need to have four different computers at my desk. Why? Uh, for reasons that I don't really feel like getting into. Okay. So it's all work. Uh, so it's all, it's all work related, and all of them are necessary. That's so not you, all the time. So you have like four different keyboards as well. So two of them are laptops. Okay. So I'm counting those as screens. That's fair. Fair enough. Two of them are laptops, and then. Two of them, no, actually three of them are laptops. But one of them's got the dock, so I, it, the laptop's always shut. Okay. But, uh, and then the other one's a desktop. So I have two keyboards, and then everything else is just monitors. Well, okay, back to phones though, and not about your insane <laughs> obsession with having monitors. It's a healthy obsession. Is there any app that you have on your phone that you think is the bee's knees? The bee's knees. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, I've enjoyed... I have the McDonald's app on my phone. You know what a lifesaver that is? I have never used it, and I don't know what it entails. So, McDonald's app, you get coupons. Wow, I sound way unhealthy talking about how excited (laughs) I am about this McDonald's app. Get coupons. You can. The best thing I like about it is I just pull open the McDonald's app. It gives me the nearest location. I can put an order in, and then I can drive there, pick it up. That's cool. And convenience is amazing, which is why I think phones are overall the best thing that ever happened because just how convenient they are for everything. They do add a lot of convenience. I'll give you that. The, the, so the apps that I use on my phone the most are there's a note-taking app. So if I need to take notes about something or uh, create a list, a grocery list, or things that I need to do, I'll do that on my phone. And that's nice because... I don't have to have a physical pen and paper. I always have my phone with me. I don't have to sit down on a computer. Uh, there's another one that I was just thinking about. <clears throat> oh, Spotify. Oh, okay. Yeah. Music on the phone was a great addition instead of having to carry a CD. Play- well, start with that cassette player. And then, a, and then a Walkman. Was Walkman still a cassette player? I don't know. I think that's a brand, actually. Okay. So cassette player, then CD player, and then have to having to have a phone and an iPod. Or Zen. The Zoom. MP3. MP3s. That came out first. MP3. M- MP3 players? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. The Zune. Remember that? I did have one, and it was... Did you really? I did. Oh. I, uh, my dad got me a little... It, it is a little bit bigger than a flash drive. You just stack two flash drives on it. That's how big it was. It held... 120 songs yeah and you really had to be selective about what 120 songs are going to be on it wow yeah so so that uh, that's not a zune i think that's just a uh regular mp3 player the zune that was the windows version of the ipod it was oh, trying to compete with it, it was like right. big it was it was kind of cool actually but you're i right, never had right. one i thought maybe maybe zune brand maybe it was i don't know could be it's been a while also not yeah. that important yeah Music's 
music's a very convenient one. Oh, and I listen to a lot of podcasts on yeah. my phone. And it, that's just incredibly convenient. So what do you feel about restaurants like a McDonald's or Domino's having the phone app? Do you think that's a good thing? I hope you do. So I've never used it uh, like for any restaurant. And it does irk me a little bit <laughs> to right. go into a restaurant and stand in line and somebody who's right outside orders on their phone and their order's done before mine. Well, how do you know they didn't order it 20 minutes ago and just walked in? That's possible, it's but... It's noise. You, you hate line cutters, don't you? Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, no, I mean, a lot of people hate line cutters. Yeah. But I noticed that whenever a phone order comes in, it, like, let's say Chipotle, because it's the only place I could think of right now, I would be standing in line at the counter, first person at the counter, a phone order would come in and they would do that before mine. Ooh, that would irritate me. Yeah. And I don't I, I don't know for sure that they just put that order in, but that's my guess. I mean, it is. But if you had had the phone app and used it, you would have been that guy. You'd have been that guy with that order first. Yeah. Really, you're just hurting yourself here. You're shooting yourself in the foot. You're, you're not wrong. You gotta start using your phone more, man. <laughs> the, the phone apps would probably actually be useful, especially for Chick-fil-A, where I... Uh, spend most of my money <laughs> and time <laughs> and time how many apps I mean, how many apps do you use on your phone daily just give me the estimate of how probably many... like six or so six what yeah. are they so listen to music and podcasts uh, are you counting texting as an app yep okay texting uh, google obviously that's a very important one uh, I look at the weather which is no no i yeah. love the weather every day yeah and then i use discord discord app that chat app yeah so i can talk to my friends that play video games that play video games the other one i would add is reddit i've been using reddit a lot more recently i wonder if it's just because you're older you don't use social media as much as i do no you just don't yes right because your brother uses social media way more than i do you're right he does. Yeah. That man is a social media fiend. Yes. I guess I you know, I just use my phone way more than you. Yeah. But I feel I hope I don't come off as disattached when it in situations. Detached. What did I say? Disattached. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that <laughs> Make sounds, it up words. It sounds negative. Well, I I don't see you as detached. Detached. That's what, not. De- Thank you. Okay, different... Yeah, okay. Sorry. I don't see you as detached. I think that you put in FaceTime when you're with people. I I don't think... I don't see you staring at your phone all day. And another thing to consider is that you have more time where you can look at your phone than I do. Yeah. Right? So when you're at work, I mean, when you're working the desk, what are you going to do when there's nothing to do? I'm going to look at my phone. Right. So, for me, when I'm at work, there's very rarely nothing to do. You know your boss isn't going to listen to this, right? There's <laughs> there's very rarely nothing to do. And, even if there is nothing to do, I'm sitting in front of a computer anyways. So, why would I use my data when I can just look it up on the computer? No, good point, good point. I don't have unlimited data, to See, be fair. I do have unlimited data. Which, once I got unlimited data, I started abusing data. Yeah. Because with unlimited data, I mean, I'm just abu- I abused it because I can. Yeah. I was on a shared data plan with my mom for up until very, very recently, and we shared three gigs between us. Wow. I, I used like two gigs a month. And so now I'm on uh, Google Fi, so Google's phone plan, with Casey... Uh, and so far this month, with there was one day where she accidentally used a bunch of data because it's not important. Uh, but we've used like one and a half gigs between the two of us in a month. I think I use about 12 gigs a month, and James uses over 50. 
Yeah, do they slow down your connection speed at a certain point? They slow his down at the end of the month because he's all he well, since at work he doesn't have Wi Fi. Yeah. Since they have secured computers, they don't allow Wi Fi in the building. Mm-hmm. So he's on data twenty four seven. He watches YouTube when he's you know has a break. Yeah, of course. Why would he do that at work? Yeah, I'm not he's, saying. He's, yeah, he said he had Twitch up a lot. I'm not saying he's unproductive. I'm just saying he's got his phone out a lot. Yeah. Well, it happens. Yeah. But and, I mean, I started using. So, Wi-Fi can be, you know, since it's a central point, farther away you get from it, obviously it slows down. So I just stay on pretty much LTE all the time, everywhere besides home, because I just don't need the ever-experienced slow connection ever. Yeah. So that that is a benefit of unlimited data, and that's why I abuse it, because I can. I have to make sure that what I'm doing is worth my time. So that's that's another thing about. So the, the I'm gonna go into this. The Google plan, it's pay-as-you-go data. So it's ten dollars a gig, and anything after ten gigs is basically unlimited. So I could spend a hundred dollars, and then we would have unlimited data, which is cheaper than two unlimited data plans on Verizon. And but but having the pay-as-you-go, I'm I am now much more conscious about the data that I'm using. And if it if there's a reason, if basically I were to look up something stupid that had no bearing and didn't make any sense to do on my phone rather than the computer, then I won't do it. I don't waste my data essentially, so I end up using my phone less. It's kind of just made me conscious about how I use it. It's like the exact opposite of of your unlimited data. Yeah, with my, I'm not conscious at all. I don't. I don't think about anything. I just pull up, watch YouTube for an hour here, here or there, watch Twitch, be on social media. Yep. And that's most phone users. They, uh, they don't think about anything, like you said. <laughs> Ouch, throwing it out there. <laughs> you said it. You I did, it. I did. I did start it. Any other useful apps you can think of off the top of your head that your phone... That you have now on your phone that you never thought you'd use 10 years ago? Not that I can think of. Not that come to mind. Nothing extra besides, like, the bank apps? Uh, besides, yeah, besides the bank apps. And, I mean, occasionally, like, a stupid little game to waste time is fine. But besides that, no. We already talked about wasting time playing video games. We have talked plenty about that. All right, let's get into what's bad about phones. What What... What apps on the phone are bad to you? Didn't we start with that? No, we talked about just we talked about certain aspects that, that aren't good about phones. Oh, okay. About what they do in, to right. us in a conversation. Okay. I'm saying about what about your phone specifically? Do you not like about it? My phone specifically is perfect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think what is bad about phones is mostly social media. Mostly we social media, this, but let's let's go. Let's actually we can, dive into. We can this actually one. dive into this now. So you brought up a good point: is that people do things just to put them on social media, and people do things to put them on social media so they can get approval. They feel like Ooh. their peers approve them, approve of the things that they're doing, and this leads to a couple of things. The first one is that somebody's life, as portrayed on social media, is completely dissimilar to their actual life. They put the best parts, sometimes the worst parts, but the best parts of their life onto the social media and create a fake image of themselves. This is exemplified through people like Kim Kardashian, who looks nothing like what she looks like in pictures. Have you met her personally? I have it on good authority. I have a question. Let's say, when was the last time you saw Kim Kardashian without seeing a picture of her? Uh, so, that being said, the uh, the other thing is that people then feel the need for approval in everything that they do, and they seek that approval from Don't their we, peers. So, how about instead of saying that social media caused that seek for approval? What if social media fit, fit the need of getting that approval? What if we already had the need for approval? Because we do. We always want the approval of other people. People that matter to us. I think social media has made people that really don't matter to you, they've 
it caused you to think they do matter that all these random people on the internet matter to you because they like something you did but we always have wanted approval how many times have i done something and wanted my dad's approval of it okay i see your point maybe maybe what i'm really getting at is what you just said is that the approval of strangers doesn't matter i agree i think that we put way too much weight in strangers opinions of ourselves yeah i i feel like i've done a good job of not caring for other for strangers opinions of me i try to be genuine all the time but on social media i still catch myself posing in a certain way or putting something up there that isn't truly how great it seems i just wanted to make it out there be funny or be cool and just get those you know get those numbers up get that approval (laughs) (laughs) get them followers yeah Get everybody to smash that like button. In in college was when social media meant a lot to me. Doing things, showing, putting videos up of me doing something stupid or something that I wouldn't really do outside of being wanting to putting it on social media. You made a really good point there about doing things just for social media. I did a lot of dumb things just so I could put it on social media and look like the classic frat boy. And how do you think that affected you? Well, it gave me a great image as a douche. <laughs> but, I mean, these stupid things that you were doing, I mean, what if... What if something I, went horribly awry? Right. It would have been bad. It would have been... Uh, there are some things I, I could have gotten in trouble for that I'm so thankful I didn't, and I hope they never come back to haunt me. Nothing illegal, but just stupid things. Like, I threw a chair out a window. At? At? No, I, out out of a window. Out of a window. Didn't throw it through the window. Just threw it okay. out of the window. And you know it's breaking school rules. And I thought I that for the whole week I thought, man, I I did that solely to look cool and have like something on Snapchat for twenty four hours, and that could have gotten me tossed out of my dorm. Yeah. If someone if someone had reported me, and it just it haunts me how dumb I was in college because I wanted to other people to think I was cool. And social media kind of enabled me, enabled me to do something like that. Encouraged it, even. Encouraged it. It definitely encouraged it. I like this tr- this path that you're going down. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what other things I did. Uh, drink. Oh, drinking in college was pressured way more in social media than ever. So social media pressured drinking a whole lot more because of certain social media accounts that got huge like tfm they posted videos about kids drinking or college-age kids drinking and doing things that were incredibly stupid and i just it's amazing what people will do under the influence and when they have the (laughs) when they have the platform to reach out to hundreds and hundreds of people and that encourages the that behavior so once the first post blew up and people were like sharing it and showing it to other people it encouraged more people to do things and then publish that and put that out there and i mean i fell to that as well i did a lot of stuff in college that i wish i hadn't posted not because it was illegal but it's not i wouldn't want to take it to church with me that's that's, been, that's fair there's some stuff that you know i i had pictures of me drinking uh pictures of me doing stuff at parties you know just being drunk and disorderly that I wouldn't want to take to church because it wasn't a good look. It's not how I really want to portray myself, but it's how I portrayed myself because I wanted to appeal to my peers that I thought mattered to me in college. There's so many guys I met in college and I hung out with college that I'll probably never talk to again in my life. It's kind of sad when you say it like that. I mean, how many people do you still communicate with from college? Ooh, very few. Exactly. Very few. We're a special case. A lot of people say your friend groups change. And ours hasn't for the last 23 years. Yeah, I've had... My best friends have pretty much been my best friends for 20-some years now. Which is pretty crazy to think about. And I, social media has kind of pushed it... You know, being on your phone and being able to reach people that aren't near you has allowed you to keep friends from farther away but also be friends with people that you would have never spent time with or you never would have talked to because you... Yeah, and that that's, I think... I, I lost one my train of, the, of thought, so I'm glad you picked up that's there. That's okay. That's one of the best things, I think, about 
Facebook. If I wanted to keep in contact with people, then I, I would and I could. And being in a, a distance thing, that, that makes it more difficult because I think FaceTime is really what brings people together. I mean, being with you, not, oh, not the not, app. Not the app. Not FaceTime. the app. Sorry. Just spending time. Spending time with people is what makes you closer and, and it makes you want to spend more time with those people unless, unless they suck. <laughs> Agreed, unless they suck. Unless they suck. So things would be a bit strained over distance, but if you really wanted to keep in contact with someone, you could. But I feel like social media brought people together that you never would have really spent time with. In what way? I'm not really sure I get that. So, like, since I wanted to look cool and be part of that party scene, I hung out with people that were also part of that party scene and did stuff like that and encouraged behavior like that. But now that I've gotten away from college and I've gotten away from social media, I'm not nearly as attached to those people. So would you have not met those party scene people or hung out with those party scene people if it wasn't for social media? I No, because so, social media made partying seem so much more fun because you post the highlights of it. Yeah. So you go to the party for the highlights and to have that and, you know, share that and be like, look at me, look how cool I was today. Right. And so I spent more time with those people because I was I wanted those moments to share. But now that I'm away from it, I could give a rat's ass less about those moments. Right. Do, do you really think that... Uh, do you think that social media portrays partying much better than it actually is? I do. Do you? Well, you can't really post the feeling that a hangover is. I mean, there's... If I had taken a picture of you after that hangover over Christmas break, it would have shown. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty rough. But, I don't know. I guess I've never really connected social media and, and partying, so it's, it's not really in my realm of expertise. I don't have anything else to add to that aspect of phones and social media and what they've done. So, we kind of talked about this off-air, but about how people post really stupid things on Facebook. Yeah. And it's just, I've always thought that that was kind of really dumb. They post stupid things and you thought it was dumb. Yes. Okay. I see where you're coming so, from. So, so I, I'm sorry for the redundancy and, <laughs> and the blatantly obvious statement, but uh, you just talked about how you posted some stupid things on Snapchat. Right. But Snapchat, Snapchat is temporary, pretty much temporary. But I guess it's it's gotten a little bit further away from it now that Instagram is used by everybody, including your parents and whatnot. Maybe not your parents, but other people's parents. But I feel like kids or the younger generation is always going to find new ways to post stupid things on social media of some sort. And, and phones have allowed it. And phones have encouraged it. Well, allowed it and encouraged it. Yeah. That's speaking of sharing stupid things. How many times have you seen a video of people recording something and they didn't help? I've seen quite a few. It it's insane. Yeah. The videos you see now of people recording terrible things happening and not helping. Yeah. Like there were the kids, they didn't they didn't get in trouble because Florida had certain laws against them, but they recorded a guy drowning in a lake without helping him. Wow. But Jeez. why would you post it? I don't Let know. Let alone, why would you record it? Did you see the story about, uh, I think that these, I think this guy and this girl kidnapped and tortured some guy and put it on Facebook Live? Oh, yeah, that was, that was, oh, dude, phones, maybe you might be changing my opinion about phones and negative aspects. That one was, well, okay, they weren't that was incredibly stupid. They they weren't carrying their laptop around recording it. They were using <laughs> their phone to do it. So, uh, that hurts me to think about what people have done to record and get popular. And I, I don't know the full story behind that, but I feel like they did it for Facebook. Not they were going to do it anyways and then... They want. They wanted a stunt. Yeah. They wanted a stunt that was going to shock the world. They they got it. They right. hit the nail on the head. Yeah, kind of unrelated, but sort of related. Uh, 
there's this rapper who did a, a music video. I want to say, again, I was in Florida. Because all bad things happen in Florida. Uh, they did a music video with... Uh, it, it was the Ma- Mannequin Challenge. And they did it of like a mock drive-by shooting with 20 people. And almost all of them are holding guns. Um, none of those guns were registered to them. And the police came and arrested a bunch of people because they post, put it on Facebook and YouTube. That's amazing. Isn't it? I, so in other, in other aspects of how phones have changed society is we do get a lot more entertainment. Give me, give me your thoughts, your examples. My examples? Well, that's, that was a good example you just had of someone <laughs> doing something stupid and it paid off to our benefit <laughs> it's, I mean phones have brought on the you know the vine when that was popular phones brought that on the the amount of funny videos that were just six to ten seconds long those were great I I could do them but I can't show anyone so it doesn't matter <laughs> my voice acting is terrible but uh vine also created Logan Paul Ooh. And this also fits in. Logan Paul did that. I think it's Logan or Jake. I can't remember. Logan? Are you talking about the Suicide Forest? The Suicide Forest. That was yeah, Logan. They did that video and they showed a dead body and were like making fun of it. They were, yeah, they tried to make a sat. I was, it was real dumb. That's disgusting. And they did it just for Facebook or YouTube or whatever it was. Just for views. Just for views. And. They probably would have acted totally and completely differently if they weren't recording it. I would hope. I mean, phones have benefited companies. You've got YouTube. Massive. Their most of their views are come from mobile now. Almost yeah, all of their I think views I saw come from that. mobile. Yeah, I, it's over well over fifty percent now come from mobile. You have Twitch, also lots of mobile streaming. I doubt that's as much that's true because it's a computer-based game that get broadcast a lot so a lot of people send their computer to watch it i agree but then well youtube's my biggest example of just how how people have been making doing creations and the only reason they exist is because phones exist they're able to create content with a phone and they're also able to reach their viewers with a phone right i that's a good point people mostly watch things on YouTube, like you said, so therefore you get a lot more views of anything on YouTube. So there there being phones has encouraged creators and creativity. And I think I think that's a good thing. I think I think any kind of too. creativity is, is good. Besides Logan Paul's. Well, there's such thing as bad creativity. So <laughs> most kinds of creativity are good. So I guess social media just while it's got some positives, for me, it's got a lot of negatives. And, and is that why phones in general have a negative aspect to you? I'd say that's a large part of it. What's Is there a smaller part that also is negative? Besides yeah. the taking away from? So, I don't know. What do you mean by that? Like taking away from personal time. So, that was the other thing. Those are the two big things. Okay. Uh, I guess I guess another one would be that people spend a lot of time just on their phone. Even when they're not around other people... So people are just mindlessly doing things on their phone when they could be exercising or creating something or doing something that would be more satisfying. And I guess I would say that time spent looking at your phone most of the time is time wasted. I mean, there's obviously some room for entertaining yourself and doing something mindless. You need to chill out at the end of a long day at work, but... But I think people have gone overboard. Okay. I think that phones, obviously, are on the whole aspect. They're a positive because they're convenient. The conveniency they've brought into the world is just unparalleled. Yeah. I I won't disagree with the fact that they're convenient. Yeah. You probably don't think they're as convenient as I do. We talked about you know, the apps that you can use that help your life along. I think those just outweigh the negatives that social media and time that it's taken away from you. Do you see social media in general 
as a negative or a positive thing or neutral? Neutral. I'm neutral on it because there's a lot of stuff on it that I think is stupid and doesn't need to be there. But I also think it's nice to be able to connect to people from a distance and not have to drive to their house to spend time with them. I guess it really depends on how you how you use it. Yeah. And that that's fine. So we can end it on phones are pretty much neutral. To between you and I. Between us. And we represent the American people. We represent the American people. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep. Thanks for sticking in there to the end. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating. And a great review would be awesome, or a bad one. But as long as it got five <laughs> stars on it, we'll read it. Thanks again for listening.